Luke chapter 2, verse number 10. The Bible said, The angel of the Lord said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. I want to focus on the thought of good tidings and great joy. Let's bow together and pray. Father, thank you this morning for the wonderful singing by the choir, the great playing by the musicians. Thank you, Lord, for Brother James, uh, Lord, and for Miss Robin and the great song. Lord, I'm glad that your love has come around to us. and I'm glad it's never ending. Lord, I pray now this morning, may you bless and touch this time together. Help me to preach. Give us what we need. We'll thank you for what you do. We ask it in Christ's name. And all God's people said, you can be seated this morning. On the first Sunday of December, I want to focus this morning throughout this month on the subject uh, or on the series of the statements of Christmas. One of the statements you hear often this time of year is the statement of good tidings. And no doubt that statement is part of the gospel message. The Bible says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. You would not believe how much gospel is in that very statement this morning. I, I want you to understand today, that when you think about the words uh, here in the Word of God, uh, good tidings, and I bring good tidings. When you think about those things, you realize that God has a message for everybody sitting here today. Now let me say this. I do believe that this is the, here comes the gospel message of the New Testament. But I want you to understand that the gospel message did not begin in the New Testament. But God had a truth even in the Old Testament of the gospel. Matter of fact, the Bible lets us know that we can see the gospel in Noah's ark. God sent out a man and he preached 120 years and he provided a vessel which would save them from destruction. That vessel had one door and that vessel we know is the ark. And that ark was a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ being the door for all of us so that we can go to heaven and we can be saved. I'm glad that I'm in God's ark of safety and I'm glad we see the gospel in the ark of the Old Testament. Thank God for that door that God provided so that those could come in. But just like in our day, many rejected, matter of fact, all but Noah's family rejected the message given at the ark. They rejected the opportunity they had to come in. But I want to say this, I believe today the door is still open and you and I can be saved. 
As we move throughout the Bible, we see another picture of the gospel. We see the gospel in the Passover lamb of the Old Testament. You realize in the Old Testament that Israel uh, was there in Egypt in bondage. And God was going to set them free of bondage. And the Bible says that God sent several plagues throughout the land. And those plagues uh, did not break Pharaoh's heart though they hurt him bad. But then the death angel came through. And God told the people of Israel how when that death angel was coming through that you needed to make sure that the blood was applied and you put that blood over the doorposts and the sides and you made sure that when the death angel passed by that the blood of Christ or the blood of those lambs was there on the door. What a great picture of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to heaven because I go to church. I'm not going to heaven because I wear a suit, uh, even though it may be brown, Miss Abby. I'm not going to heaven because of any other reason, uh, but I'm going to heaven uh, because of the blood that was shed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank God for the blood of Christ. Let me say this to you today. If you're in this auditorium today and you've never trusted Christ, and you say, preacher, you don't know what I've done. You don't know how bad I've been. You don't know the things I've done in my life. Let me say this to you today, that the blood of Jesus Christ can wash away all your sin and you can be cleansed by His blood. As we go on through the Old Testament, I couldn't help but to stop by Another place where I see uh, simply the gospel in the Old Testament. And where I see the gospel in the Old Testament is simply this. It's on Mount Moriah. It is in Genesis 22. It is when uh, there in the Word of God, Abraham takes Isaac up to offer Isaac as a sacrifice for sin. And while Isaac is going up and Abraham is going up, there's a ram going up the other side. And you know what God did? God provided a sacrifice. And instead of Isaac having to die, the ram died in his place. I want to say today, I'm glad that Jesus died in my place. I'm not glad for what he had to go through, but I'm glad that he died for my sin. I'm glad he died for me. And so we see the gospel in the Old Testament. But this morning, for just a moment, I want you to see the gospel in the New Testament. There are three things that I want to share. I want to share, first of all, good news. Did you know that is what the gospel is? It's good news. Listen, when you bring the words from the Greek, I bring, look at the verse, I bring you good tidings of great joy. When you bring the words I bring and good tidings together in the Greek, they form the English word evangelize. 
They formed the English word evangelist. They formed the English word to evangelize. So what was the good tidings? The good tidings is we should spread the good news to all this world. Somebody say amen right here. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Amen. Friend, I'm glad this morning that one day somebody gave me some good news. I'm glad one day somebody told me some good news. I'm glad I have the good news of the gospel to share with you today. Amen. You realize today if we were to turn on our television to Fox News, to, to CNN News, uh, to MSNBC, whatever it is, fake news. If we were to turn our, our television on, most of the time the news is bad news. Most of the time we turn it on, it's somebody disagreeing with somebody else. It is somebody done something wrong. It is somebody dragging some dirt up and some more bad news. Matter of fact, I'm convinced if you listen to it too much, you'll come plumb depressed because there seems to be never any good news. But guess what? I'm glad today in this church, on this platform, on this road, I have some good news. And that is good. God sin, His only begotten Son to die for your sin and to die for my sin. Hallelujah! I've got some good news this morning. Amen. Well, glory. It felt good saying that. The good news is the gospel. It's the gospel. Listen, this Christmas we ought to share the good news. Amen. The reason you're so blessed the reason God's been so good, the reason you're enjoying the benefits of Christ is because one day somebody told you the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. Freaking, I tell you this, the world doesn't like that kind of news. They're not going to publish that kind of news. They're not going to have a special about that kind of news. But I pray that every preacher and I pray that every church and I pray that everybody can will ring the heavens with a sound of Jesus saves Jesus saves this morning and I want to say this to you today just as you hear that water drink hitting on top of the building and that water is washing off the dirt and washing off things uh, wherever it may be I want you to understand this the blood of Christ washes all of our sin takes care of all of our sin that's why the writer said though your sins be as scarlet they shall be as white as snow I don't understand how God can take a black heart wash it with the red blood of Calvary and it can turn out as white as snow but I want to say this today I have good news. Amen. Amen. Matter of fact, them light buses roll through neighborhoods. They ain't nothing but the news bus. Amen. Hallelujah. When they go through there, we want people to know the good news. I say it again. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. That is the good news of this time of year. Amen. Listen, I, I was watching the other day. It was hilarious. Funny things happen. Some of you may have seen on social media. I don't know who sends this stuff to me, but it's one of these churches that members of, that I preached in, they send me stuff. It was hilarious. But uh, had the, you know how you have Christmas programs? You always got to have children many times in a Christmas program. 
And uh, anyway, uh, they had this little girl in it. And uh, she was supposed to be a lamb. And then they had Mary and Joseph. And all of them were children. Well, anyway, this little girl evidently started getting bored. And she walked over to the cradle and she picked up Jesus. And she just started walking off with Jesus in the middle of the program. And so Mary had enough of it. Another little girl. And Mary went over and grabbed Jesus back. And so right in the middle of the service, while everybody's singing, you got these two little six-year-olds fighting over Jesus. Amen. One of them trying to take Jesus. One of them trying to bring him back. Well, guess what? I say we'll go ahead and take him and we'll let God the Father bring him back one day. Amen. We'll go ahead and take him into our life and we'll let the Lord bring him back. Amen. Thank God there's good news. Number two, watch this. Look back at the verse. The verse says here in the word of God, the angel said to him, fear not, behold, I bring you good tidings of great. What's that next word? Joy. Great what? Joy. Not only is it good news, thank God it's glad news. Amen. I mean, don't you ever know love to hear something makes you happy? Amen. I know Brother John, you know, Junior, he probably kind of wanted a boy. You know how men are. And I'm sure Grandpa kind of wanted a boy. I couldn't help to snigger when I thought he's getting ready to have another girl. Amen. I raised one girl and I quit, man. I was smart. Amen. I saw this thing the other day where it said what it's like to raise a daughter. And it showed this kid slinging money out the window. Amen. That's it. Hey, I want you to understand. Understand. Sometimes there is good news, but sometimes it is glad news. Amen. Listen, do you know the focus of chapter 2 is great joy? Boy, what great joy it is to have the good news. I don't know how the world people be saved. How the world people be saved and not be joyous about it? I don't know how in the world somebody can be born again, saved by the grace of God, and not have joy about that. It doesn't say he brings us a little joy. It doesn't say somebody help me now. It doesn't say he brings us some joy, but it said he brings us great joy. Amen. Jamie, you ain't doing no sermon over there now. Jamie, you doing a sermon? You got to listen to my song. Don't you be doing no sermon yet. I'm just picking about it. Amen. Great joy. Hey, listen. Do you realize this time of year ought to not be trying to wrestle somebody in Walmart over a TV on sale? Or being hateful to people in traffic? Right? You know, this ought to be the most joyous time of the year. But so help me. Listen, my wife, now you know Miss Wendy. I mean, let's just be honest. There are very few times Miss Wendy, and she's got a little bit of science trouble today. She's still smiling. But there's very few times Miss Wendy doesn't have joy. I mean, there's a lot of things in her life that's went right for her. Amen. And so Miss Wendy, Miss Wendy has joy in her life. And by you even snickering, you know what I'm talking about. But I want to tell you this. There ain't nothing like Christmas that puts joy in Miss Wendy. And listen, it's not about her getting. I believe she would bankrupt Fort Knox to make myself and Danielle happy. Now that Danielle's gone, I'm expecting greater things. Amen. But I want you, she's got a husband. Let them take care of her, hallelujah. Hey, but I want you to understand, Christmas ought to be about joy. Do you know it's one of the saddest times of the year? 
Now I can understand for those of you, and I, I heard one of our ladies say amen to that because those of you who lost a loved one or those of you that have been through things, the, the holidays, quote unquote, kind of emphasizes that. You know that. The holidays make us think more about that parent in glory or think more about uh, that child in glory or think more about uh, other things during this time of the year. But I want to say this to you. When you really think about it and you think about that, you got to remember it ought to sort of give you great joy because if you know they were saved, you're going to see them again because of why we celebrate this time of year. I'm talking about great, great, great news, glad news. Amen. Praise God unto us a son is born. To us a child is given. To us a son is born. We shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Amen. That's, listen, I don't know about you, and I always, my wife will pick on me about being Scrooge a little bit, but I think the older you get, you lose your Scroogeness. That's a good word, right? Spell that one. Hey, but can I tell you this? Honestly, it really is. I mean, I enjoy seeing children get excited at Christmas. I enjoy, uh, I, I love everything. I love the food way too much. Amen. But, but it's just so many things about this time here. It ought to be joyous to us. Right? But you know, the sad thing is, there'll be more suicides. There will be more people in depression. During this time of the year, are you listening? During this time of the year than any other time. You know why? Because most people don't understand that the joy of Christmas is Christ. Amen. Hey, my dad, my dad went in the hospital to die on Thanksgiving. He died a very short time before Christmas and my mother had a heart attack at the same time. And I am reminded of those things at times. Thanksgiving Day this year, when I drove down to my mom's and when he was in New York and I turned on that road, I could see, I met that rescue squad again meeting me coming out. It's been 20 some years ago. But you know what? It didn't take me but about five seconds to realize that my dad is with my Savior, that he is with the Lord that he knew Christ and that one day there'll be no oxygen tank. There'll be no struggle to breathe. There'll be no hardship. And one day, hey, because of the great glad news of Christ, I'll see him again. And then I want to give you the final thing this morning. I want you to see not only is there good news, not only is there glad news, but look back at the verse, Lord, how mercy, this is good now. Even if I'm preaching it, it's still good. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Look at the last six words. Which shall be to all people. Watch this. Not only is it good news. Not only is it glad news. 
But it's global news. Amen. It's global news. Have you ever seen a news station and they'll say now we're online or now this, that, or the other and we have global news. Everybody can see the news. Well, guess what? I'm glad when Jesus died on Calvary. He didn't die for the black. He didn't die just for the white. He didn't die for the tall or short or the rich or the poor. But I'm glad when Jesus died on Calvary. He died for somebody in Africa. He died for somebody in South America. He died for somebody in Mexico. He died for somebody in Venezuela. He died for somebody in the United States. When Jesus died on Calvary, it was global news. Amen. Amen. The reason we run those buses today, the reason we have ministries like we do at Calvary, is because we believe in this verse. Acts 2.21 And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That same verse in Romans. The glad tidings are for everybody. Now I want you all to listen to me. I'm closing the message. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. Jesus died for everybody in this building. There is not a one of you. I don't care where you come from. I don't care how bad it's been. I don't care what you think you have according to others. I don't care what you think you look like, what you think you are. I want you to know today that Jesus died for everybody. And this is one preacher today that preaches a whosoever will gospel. I want you to know whether you live in the poverty side of town or whether you live in the richest side of town, it still takes the same blood. Whether you're in Washington or you're in Statesville or whether you're on the island of Papua New Guinea whether uh, uh, you're right here uh, in the United States until stakes the same blood it's the same blood it's whosoever will let them come and I'm glad of that people may ask pastor why do you try to reach so many people in so many different ways it's very simple that's who Jesus died for that's who Jesus died for Let's stand together, every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. Would you look up here at me for just a moment? As Miss Heather's coming to the piano, would you look up at me just a moment? How many of you glad? Listen, will you look up at me just a moment? Can I say this? I want to say this emphatically. I want you to respond emphatically. But how many of you glad one day you heard the good news? Can I let me just say it again and let's give a big resounding amen. How many of you glad one day you heard the good news? Amen. amen. Greatest news I ever heard. <laughs> Was that Jesus loves an old sinner like me. I'm glad that he loves you, but I'm really glad that he loves me. Amen. You know what I mean by that? That's the good news. And I want to say to every one of you here today, young person, listen, teenager, junior high, won't you listen to me, every adult, every mom and dad, every grandparent, I've got good news. I've got good news. Jesus came. Jesus died. Jesus rose again. And He did it all for you. 
Brother Justin, it's one thing to say he did it for Brother Chris. But when you look in a mirror at you and you say he did it for me. It's that personal, Brother Jamie. It is that personal, Brother Noah, Miss Liz. It is that personal. He did it for me. That's good news. Well, that good news ought to bring you great joy. You say, preacher, I've been missing some joy in my life. Can I tell you something? I like a lot of things and things bring me happiness. Happiness sometimes can be limited. Joy can last forever. You know, you get a Christmas gift and it might make you happy for a minute or two and then you'll know there's something a little better and the happiness wires off. Joy's not like that. Joy's not like that. But I will say this to you today. Take this time of year. Let it be the joyous time of your life. Not because of a gift or a tree, and I like all those, or a lights or, or, or a Hallmark movie, or a hot cup of cocoa, or a caramel latte. Hey Amen, Miss Lori, where you at? How you go? Once, once they start making them good, them good coffees, Miss Lori, she gets all Holy Ghost filled. Amen. But I'll say this to you today. Have joy. Because you don't have to go to hell. Because somebody paid it all, Brother James. Have joy because Jesus saves. Jesus saves. You can take away the gifts, cut down the tree, turn off, Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Turn off the lights. You can do all that stuff but you still can't take one thing from me. And that is a fact that Jesus loved me and He died for me and He's my Savior. And that makes me glad this morning. Amen. And then I will say it's global. What do I mean by that? Hey, you young people, look up here at me this minute. I want you to get this. Jesus loved you enough that He died for every sin. That's something big. Folks visiting, whoever you are, remember, Jesus has a global ministry. He loves everybody. Amen. I had someone the other day, I was canceling, doesn't go to church here, giving some advice to, struggling with an area of somebody's life, and here's what I said. I said, you got to love the sinner as much as you hate the sin. Because Jesus did. Amen. Would you bow your head with me just a moment this morning? I wonder with every head bowed today and every eye closed, how many of you is a testimony to the wonderful grace and mercy of God would say today, preacher, I know today that I heard the good news. I know today that I accepted the good news. And I know today that I know Christ as my Savior. I know if I were to die today, I know I'd go to heaven. How many of you today is a testimony to God's grace would unashamedly slip your hand up really high and say, thank God for God's salvation. You can put it down. Thank you so much. I wonder if you're in here this morning Maybe just then you couldn't raise your hand because you're just not really sure. 
You say, preach, I've heard Jesus loved me and died for me. But I've just not received Him as my Savior. I haven't asked Him to forgive me my sin and come in my life. And, and preacher, I would appreciate if you pray for me. I couldn't raise my hand, but I'm definitely concerned about where I'll spend eternity. Would you pray for me, preacher? Nobody's looking around this vast auditorium. I just wonder today if you'd slip your hand up and allow me to pray for you. Would you do it right now? I'm waiting. Just slip it up. I'm not coming to you. I'm not here to embarrass you. Thank you. You can put it down, son. Thank you. I want to pray for you today. For someone else right now. I want to pray for you today. Would you let me do it right now? Preacher, I can't say for sure. If I died today, I'd go to heaven. But I want to know Christ. I want to know that for sure. Would you pray for me? Would you slip it up? I believe there might be an adult, a mom or dad. Someone today, just slip it up and say, pray for me, preacher. I know for sure I'm saved. I need you to pray. I don't want to go to hell, preacher. I need Christ. Would you pray for me? Who'd slip it up? I'll wait just a moment. Thank you. You can put it down. Can I say this today for those of you that are saved? You have a global gospel. A global gospel. I will say this to you today. There's somebody you know today you need to pray for because Jesus died for them. Jesus died for them. There's somebody on your heart. Let's be honest. The greatest gift you could get for Christmas this year is that person that you've got on your heart were to give their life to Christ. They'd give their life to Christ. That'd be the greatest thing that could happen this year in this time of year for you. Maybe you'd like to come and maybe you'd like to pray for that person right now. Maybe you'd like to come pray for them right now. I'm talking about just somebody, boy, you don't even have to hesitate to know who you're praying for. Just somebody right now, you'd like to say, Lord, boy, it'd be great if you'd save them. Boy, it'd be great if you'd change their life. I'm telling you, it's a wonderful gospel, friend. It's a wonderful gospel, friend. Brother Kimmer, can you come, please? Would you pray with this young man in the orange coat? Son, you listen to me real well, and I know you raised your hand. Would you like the youth pastor to pray with you today? Come on, buddy. Hallelujah. Got another one coming to you, preacher. Young man, listen very well. Thank God. I'm glad I could hear the gospel when I was a young boy. Hey, we're trying to rescue the perishing, man. We're trying to reach a generation that never heard this. A whole lot of them don't get no love at home. They better get it here. Amen. I wonder today for some of you, maybe your joy is a little bit gone. I wonder today maybe that joy is gone. Son, you want to talk to him? Hallelujah, brother. I right, get in there with him. Amen. That's exactly right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Has any of you lost your gladness for the gospel? If any of you lost your joy, boy, I tell you, if you've hung your harp in the willow tree, now be a good time to get it back. Now be a good time to get it back. Praise the Lord and say, God, God, I, I don't want to lose my joy. Don't let the Christmas season rob you of your joy. Let it bring you more joy. It's not about stuff. It's not about things. 
It's about glad tidings. It's about good news. Hallelujah, it's about good news. Amen. When I saw one of our buses rolling in this morning with 39 young people on it, I thought that's 39 young people get to hear the good news. If it rolled in with two, that's two that get to hear the good news. That's ten that get to hear. Listen, if one person, if one person hears the good news of Christ, it's well worth it. Amen. Hey, I'm here today telling you I've got good news. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. I'm still convinced. Would you bow your head with me just a moment? Many are praying. I am still convinced there's somebody here today that would love for me to pray for them that they're not sure that they're saved. And they'd love, they'd love for me to pray for them. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to come to you. But I just feel like somebody cares enough about eternity that would say, Preacher, would you pray for me? Would you pray for me? Boy, the Lord really dealt my heart about this thing. Would you pray for me? I wonder if there's somebody else just slip your hand up right now. Some adult, some, some grandma, maybe another young person. Why well, wait just a moment? Is there somebody, I'm not going to embarrass you, I'm not coming to you. This is not about you and I. This is about your relationship with Christ. But I want there's somebody else today say, pray for me, preacher. I just feel like there is. I feel like somebody, thank you, ma'am, I see the hand. Thank you. Thank you. I see the hand. I do, buddy. Hallelujah. Amen. Will there be somebody else? Will there be somebody else? I'm convinced of it today. I'm convinced of it today. I'm convinced today there's somebody here. You say, preacher, pray for me. I'm not convinced that I'm saved. Would you pray for me? Would you pray for me? I'm talking about good tidings. I'm talking about great joy. I'm talking about a global message. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. He changes lives. While Miss Heather's playing, my brother James is playing, every head's bowed. If you'd like to come and just pray, if you'd like to just come and talk to the Lord, give you an opportunity to do so. Would you do it right now? Anybody at all for any reason? Give you this opportunity right now. If you say, preacher, I don't want to leave here today not knowing Christ. I don't want to leave here today struggling with my eternity. Would you pray for me? I want to wait just a moment. Does anyone else would like to come right now? Brother Kimmer leading these two precious young people to Christ. I'm going to tell you something, buddy. If you don't think heaven rejoices over young people getting saved, you don't have a clue what the gospel's about. Why do you think Jesus said, Suffer little children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of God? I'm going to tell you something. You get up around 30, 25, 30, your heart gets a little harder if you don't know Christ. You get up around 40 and 50 years old, it gets to the place we're used to harden to the gospel. Come down here, Brother Justin. Come here, fellas. Come here, guys. Come here to me. What's your name, buddy? Gabe, how old are you, Gabe? Ten years old. 
Did you ask the Lord in your heart? Did you ask Him to save you? How many of you glad Gabe asked the Lord to save you this morning? Come here, buddy. What's your name? AJ. AJ, did you ask the Lord to save you? How old are you? 11 years old. You asked Jesus in your heart? Amen. Amen. How many of you glad Gabe, AJ, gave their life to Christ? I'm telling you, one day God's going to save a young person, Calvary Baptist Church, that's going to shake. It's going to happen. Listen, he's already done some things for Brother Brandon, John Isaac. Don't you think these kids getting saved, God ain't going to do something with John Isaac, a little boy, and he got saved. Look where he's at now. I'm telling you, buddy. Hallelujah. Boys, I'm glad y'all got saved. Amen. Welcome to my family. Praise God. They, Miss Wendy, give y'all Bibles. Good. Y'all go enjoy them Bibles. We praise God for that. Thank you, brother. You, Pastor. Appreciate it. They're brothers. Amen. They're brothers and brothers now. Hallelujah. Amen. I like it. Amen. It's got the greatest Christmas gift they'll ever get. Miss Heather, you can stop there, Brother James. Thank you. I will say this real quick as they'll stop playing. I believe the Lord ain't done this service. Now, I'm going to let you go, but I believe somebody in here today wrestling with her, knowing that you're saved. So I'm going to say this to you. I'm not in a hurry. Brother Kimber's not in a hurry. Brother Crabtree's not in a hurry. We don't, we're not in a hurry. But I'll say this to you today. Before you leave this auditorium, you need to know that you're saved. I want to give you the greatest Christmas present. By the way, it was wrapped in, there's so many things I could say, wrapped in swaddling clothes. I better not say swaddling clothes because that's a good Christmas statement. Amen. i got to come up with three more of them. Hallelujah. But I will say this to you today. You can know. If you don't know, I'd love to tell you. The greatest single decision Miss Gabrielle ever made in my life was giving my life to Christ. I'm telling you, it changed me, brother. You just don't know. I wish I could take you there. I wish I could take you there when I was 17. I wish you could experience what I experienced, what I felt. Been in church my whole life because Mama raised me that way. But I'll never forget that night. I'll never forget Brother Ryan laying down that night, getting up the next day, and one week later, God called me. I'll never forget that. I had no idea to be this kind of life. You know, are you amazed by what one decision can make for you? Just one decision. You ever thought about that? That was one decision. That one decision gave me Miss Wendy, gave me my daughter, gave me this church and a great church in Burlington 14 years, gave me my home, gave me the vehicles I drive, gave me $10 or $12 in my pocket today. You understand that one decision changed it all. That one decision in a storefront building changed everything for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm telling you what, it's raining, but I might leave my car and run home. Amen. Wendy, you drive beside of me, baby, because I'm going to give out. We're going to close in a word of prayer. I'm glad. Thank God for these two young men giving their life to Christ. 10, 11 years old. Now we need to disciple them. Whose Sunday school class are they in?
Miss Jan, they're in your class. Who teaches with you? Uh, but Miss Libby's usually in there in that class. Amen. Y'all, y'all do this. Y'all disciple them kids. Take them under your wing. Teach them. Brother Justin will teach them. We can. We'll help them. Let's don't let the world just grab back at them. Amen. We can't just see them get saved and just say, okay. We need to help them grow. Amen. Be something for God. How many glad you came to church today? I bring you good tidings of great joy. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Hallelujah. Brother Heath, come up here and close us in prayer. Amen. Yes. Yeah, that's the way we want to go out in the rain and we can get them all together. Did you guys hear Miss Janet? So make sure we do that. And uh, we look forward to that. Guys, keep praying. I've had more people ask me about this ministry the other side of the door. Keep praying as I put a team together for that in January. I'm going to need help with that. I'm just a dumb country boy and I need some help with that. So y'all pray that God will help us with that. And uh, don't forget to be back. Don't forget now, 30 minutes of preaching tonight. Brother Jamie's going to preach 10 minutes. Brother John Jr. is going to preach 10 minutes. And yes, yes, I'm going to preach. Don't you shake your head at me, Barry. Yes, I am. I'm going to preach 10 minutes. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm going to set my, watch, my, I'm going to set my phone down, ticking down from 10 minutes. You going to watch it? All right, good. Hallelujah. I'm going to do it. Amen. Amen. I hope. <laughs> Close us in prayer. Pray. Uh, Father, we thank you for your great love for us, Lord, and uh, God, that you demonstrated that love on Calvary. Uh, Lord, thank you that you resurrected, and uh, Lord, that constitutes the gospel. In that, God, we can have great joy, fullness of joy. God, I thank you for these young people, Lord, today that's given their heart to Christ. God, I pray they'd be nurtured. Lord, we disciple them, see them come up and it'll be something for you, God. I pray for the services tonight. Go with us, God. Give us traveling grace and safety on the roads. Bring us back tonight. Touch us, I pray, in Jesus' name.